Life of Jesus Dictated by the Lord Himself Chapter 2 The Master shows the manifestation of His conscious freedom, breaking, consequently, His parents' dependence. He refers to his studies and his admission in Kabbalah, which was presented by Joseph of Arimathea. Disconnected of my usual submission by the witness, I had given my consciousness freedom and put myself outside the law of filial respect and I took the spiritual direction of my young siblings in a way to conduce them to absolute faith, which I felt involved. I spoke about the divine clarities, and my cares did not diminish, despite the little attention they paid to my words and my father's contemptuous silence. So a year as past, tired of my little intelligence to everything related to manual works, my father agreed on finally sending me to Jerusalem. It was agreed that I would study there for a few months and regressing more reasonable to Nazareth. My father would use this reason to let me continue my education in the following years. I received these news with enthusiasm. My mother cried while hugging me. She was under the double impression of my joy and our first separation. I began to walk with her and quickly I found a place in a camp carpenter's house that should teach me my father's job and would concede me some hours to study under the sponsor of Joseph of Arimathea. I started by philosophy which precise ideas with precise ideas about the soul's immortality. My notion of history was weak, and it cost me a lot of work to fix my spirit in the exact science circles. The astronomy got my attention because of the splendid wonders that developed under my eyes, but the contemplation of these wonders distanced me from the curiosity of the demonstrations, persuaded as I was of the insufficiency of the theory. The Romans and Euros had only the astronomical notion of the Egyptians. It is known that in warrior people and in the conquered, one science makes little progress. I practiced the mosaic law observance with scrupulous accuracy, and my imagination's fantasy Fantasies were held in a sacred dogma. Although, little by little, strong tendencies to a higher spiritually 
spiritualism made me desire those large demonstrations from the soul with the soul in the wide horizon of universal alliances. Absorbed by a great desire of discoveries that excited all my faculties and the painful expectation of the unknown that disturbed me sleep disturbed my sleep and saddened my solitude of thoughts i requested i begged joseph of arimathea to explain to me the mysteries of kabbalah also called the spirit's science. I have heard about this science as an obstacle to intelligence, and they had assured me that all who openly utilize it were made object of pity or contempt. But I also knew that many people of good social position showed contempt for the science of the spirits. Only by human respect for the general opinion. This opinion was based on religious scruples kept alight, alight by the priests. Joseph received very badly my curiosity. Kamala, according to him, served solely to produce the disturbance, the restlessness, the seed of revolt in weak spirits. And how could I, so young, distinguish the good seed from the weed? If most men would let get deviate from the straight path for the fake appreciation of the science, and by distractors' advice given with levity and with bad purposes. I came back many times until that, overdue by my insistence, or maybe lightened by a sudden vision. Joseph consented me, consented in the beginning me in a spirit science. The Kabbalah told me, Joseph, comes from Moses' time. And after Moses, who kept relations with the spirits, Holdo gave a theatrical, a theatrical aspect to these relations. The Kabbalah has always served men of eminent talent to put it to put in the core of humanity. The precious demonstrations collected in the affinity of their souls with errant souls in the God's heaven. Kabbalah comes from the time of Moses. For us who see nothing behind, behind Moses, but the Kabbalah must be as old as the world. It is an expression of God's personality that gives serenity to the space and approaches infinity. It constitutes such a great and honorable law to the spirits, which defines this as an aberration, 
when their skills do not lead them to study it or they get all kinds of socks or and hose if they study it without understanding its usefulness and its goal. The man who speak to God without being aware of God's majesty do not obtain more than a dry fruit from the prayer. That imagination presents them as a tasty fruit. But the bitterness is quickly felt as this explains the dryness of the soul, the isolation of the spirit, the poverty of devotion. In the science of spiritual communications, the spirit that deviates from the fundamental principle of the science do not get anything true and useful. It can address the high personalities, but mediocre intelligence responds to you and walks as a blind, re retarding him every time more in the harshest way. The fundamental principle of Kabbalistic science lies entirely in the abnegation of the spirit and in the freedom of his thought in respect to all religions, notions, previously acquired in his state of human dependence. I promise Joseph prudence and respect in studying this religion, of which my soul and my spirit were in love with the fanaticism of the great aspirations. Joseph listened to me with the feeling of my predestination to God's honors, so he confessed later. So great was the vehemence of my words and such was the unction to my of my gratitude. Two days after this conversation, Joseph took me to a meeting composed by men who had almost all rich maturity. There were around thirty they were around there were around thirty and they did not show surprise in our arrival. We all stood near the speaker. The Kabbalistic sections were opened with a speech. As the exordium was made the enumeration of the reasons imposed by the vigilance due to admit in the assembly only neophytes who could be controlled from older members. Therefore, one member recently admitted had no right to introduce on novice. Normally, they need several years to reach the right to be a sponsor, but the sponsorship never imposed an opposition. Young people under 25 were not admitted, happening the same to the women. Although the exceptions, many times repeated, made illusory this regulate this position. 
Many men had still arrived after us. Soon there was silence and the doors were closed. The speaker exposed in detail the special characters of these meetings among a population that should fear for its ignorance and trick them to work for its freedom. Next, he highlighted the conversation's principles. As I said and rendered tribute to my entrance to the fraternal sanctuary, addressing myself some loving recommendations words, all these but what referred to me was repeated in all sections and took little time. We had then a beautiful argument about the spiritual light and the means to turn it into an active messenger of the Supreme Being's wishes. Supreme Being, these words may double up all the fronts and when the liquid voice was not heard anymore, a magnetic souther made us known an ineffable worship. Some questions gave place to wise and conscientious answers. Magnificent pages were studied. Apparent contradictions and passing doubts were explained and dissipated. Some deep demonstrations deposited the previous seeds in the young souls and the intensity of the fraternal love of all arts manifested with a touching invocation of the divine spirit. This Section made my soul more willing of God's joys, and my spirit was in a deep self-communion to deserve these joys. We did not say a word until my home. See you tomorrow, Joseph told me, going away from me. In the next day, Joseph gave me the first rehearsals and showed himself satisfied with the results. My regress to Nazareth gave a truce to my spirit's worries. In the time from the 15 years old until my father's death, I stayed most of my time in Jerusalem. Distinguished by his probity and for having kept all his children in the right path, of honor and simplicity, Joseph died surrounded by the general esteem and affection of his family. I was, as I said in the beginning of this report, 23 years old, and I will take back the thread of interrupted details by gaze on my first years. Joseph of Arimathea took me as his son. When away from my family, I asked him for shelter and protection. He helped me to get my mother's forgiveness. She not only gave me forgiveness, but also permission to follow my tendency and 
an independent life. As the light from above penetrated more strongly in my spirit, he found himself increasingly invaded by a serious aversion to the dominant social, social institutions. He safely recognized human depravity, but also considered the unfortunate condition of man and drove my thoughts to the future I dreamed, mistaking him in his father's tenderness, theirs and mine. My presence in the doctor's assembly was favorable, favorable accepted, and since there I, since then I introduced myself to the public as a sacred speaker. Guaranteed by my old conspiracy companions, I could dedicate myself to study the governments and the events. In my house in Jerusalem, I thought about my future works and looked to acquire the prestige of the poor classes fortifying me against the rich, the powerful, and the arbitrary laws. Although that was not a political party work, neither a participation to the rebellion purposes of the people, even though I offered to God my life to save humankind. The rapture of my heart made me forget the difficulties and often with my face flooded with tears, the ends outstretched to the invisible object. I was surprised in a position that seemed critical to my reason. My friends humiliated me on these occasions with such statements and sarcasm that I withdrew myself from human views to ask God for forgiveness of my transport, accusing me of proud desires. The people of Judea represented the world to me, which was a cause of fun for the confidence of my delusions and did not amaze them the reservation that I imposed myself before, before they jeers. Posterity has not considered the life that I had in Jerusalem. It always, it always ignored the stages of my life and I only impressed with my preaching and my death. But this preaching of mine should be comprehended that were meditated as well as my dead as being predicted as crowning of my acts much before they had named me as the revolutionary and accusing me with unhad vehems as vain by the same ones that surrounded me. How could I have accepted my mission and my sacrifice if I had not penetrated in the intimate knowledge of things? I repeat it because 
God's light penetrated me, removing the difficulties that arose in the human world and did not allow me to see but the end that was to lead the earth by a path of prosperity and love. Raising my personality, but attributing to God this elevation, wishing popularity, but determined to use it exclusively in the good of others, measuring with a look full of light that gave him the study of the laws and of that time. The danger of that, of death, that had a challenge to challenge and thorny paths that would have to go. I had reached the deep conviction of the effectiveness of my means. Democratic by inclination more than by political reasoning, defender of the poor with the fixed idea of forwarding them to the transfigured image of the future and disdaining the temporal goods because they seemed me to destroy the spiritual faculties, put in practice even by the people of my intimacy, the strict observance of the precepts that I intended to establish as principle of a powerful and moral absolutes. And undermining the foundations of the walls of flesh, swearing in front of God respect the spirit of the body's expenses, sacrificing the trends of the matter in view of the delicacies of the soul, remain master of myself even in the middle of violence from freshly passion and raise me to the upper regions, pure from all sensual human love, escape the company of people happy in the laziness and approach me to the approach me to corruptions and misfortunes to turn them on regrets and hopes, erasing me all the sense of self-esteem and illuminate man with the love illuminate illuminate man with the love of God, gather morality preached by spirits, elected to fraternal moral preached by an obscure son of workers. Fraternize the practice and theory, leading a life of poverty and deprivation, die at last free of human bonds and crowned by divine love. With your strong hand, O oh my God, drive my actions and my will, since your servant was no more than an instrument and purity honored the spirit of the Messiah before this spirit is found united with human nature in Jesus' personality. Personally. Mm. 
my siblings, the Messiah has lived as a man on earth, and the new man had given his place to the convinced man on the celestial greatness. When the spirit felt honored by God's looks to be commanded as an arbiter, emissary, and mediator, the Messiah had already lived on earth because the Messiahs are never sent as mediators in a world that they have not lived before. The greatness of the new light, the law I brought by divine inspiration, it is finished in all our sacrifices and in our mutual love that lifts us fraternally to a universal communion and for a peace of the Lord our Father. My sacrifice was of love in its most vehement expression. Love to man inspired by God and God's love that sustains the spirit in the human weaknesses. My siblings, Jesus, sadness in the garden of olives and Jesus, agony upon the cross were mixed of strength and weakness. But the Father's love learned over Jesus sadness and erased saying to the apostles my time my time has come the sweat of blood and the great torture had decreased parental love but the tenderness of the father revived the dying heart and jesus spoke these words forgive them my father they do not know what they do let it be your will make your will into your hands i give my soul i repeat to you my siblings the purity of spirit was in the nature of the messiah before he found himself among you as messiah i repeat to you too that the eyes of god show show the seed at a time so that it bears fruit in another time and the messiahs are no more than instruments of divine mercy god's word is eternal it says all men will be wise and strong by the love of their father god's word is eternal he says love each other and love all above all things. It says, the experienced spirit is ashamed in the matter to take part in childish discussions. Convinced of the greatness to come, honor these and win the obstacles that oppose to your freedom. All the peoples are siblings. All members of these huma humanities are siblings, and the earth does not finish but corpuses. The real spirit's home is found splendid, decorated by the divine's beauties and by clear and infinite horizons.
my siblings, my siblings. God is your father, and he is mine. Although in the flourished city where the messiahs are, and where they are received, the title of God's children is our by right. Always call me child of God, and have me for the Messiah sent to earth to the happiness of his siblings and the glory of his father. Light yourself with the light I make shine in front of your eyes. Help each other, forgive your enemies, and pray with a new heart, free of all guilt, of all shame, by this baptism of God's words that I communicate to your spirit. The Messiah is sent again in your hate. Do not ignore him and work to participate in his glory. Listen to God's words and put it into practice. The divine mercy calls you. Discover the truth with courage and march to achieve freedom with hands together with science. Repel the dangerous apathy of the soul to aspire the delicious harmonies of divine thought and drink to the book that I tell you the principles of the a new and pure life. Do good even to your enemies and go forward with a firm step on the path of virtue and true honor. Virtue combats the evil inclinations and the true honor sacrifices all the prerogatives of self for peace and happiness of the sibling soul. My brothers and sisters, I bless you finishing this second, second chapter. Life of Jesus dictated by the Lord himself. Chapter 2 The Master shows the manifestation of his conscious freedom, breaking, consequently, his parents' dependence. He refers to his studies and his admission in Kabbalah, which was presented by Joseph of Arimathea. Disconnected of my usual submission by the witness, I had given my consciousness freedom and put myself outside the law of filial respect, and I took the spiritual direction of my young siblings in a way to conduce them to absolute faith, which I felt involved. I spoke about the divine clarities, and my cares did not diminish, despite the little attention they paid to my words and my father's contemptuous silence. So a year has passed. Tired of my little intelligence to everything related to manual works, 
my father agreed on finally sending me to Jerusalem. It was agreed that I would study there for a few months and regressing more reasonable to Nazareth. My father would use this reason to let me continue my education in the following years. I received these news with enthusiasm. My mother cried while hugging me. She was under the double impression of my joy and our first separation. I began to walk with her and quickly I found a place in a camp carpenter's house that should teach me my father's job and would concede me some hours to study under the sponsor of Joseph of Arimathea. I started by philosophy which precise ideas with precise ideas about the soul's immortality. My notion of history was weak and it cost me a lot of work to fix my spirit in the exact science circles. The astronomy got my attention because of the splendid wonders that developed under my eyes, but the contemplation of these wonders distanced me from the curiosity of the demonstrations, persuaded as I was of the insufficiently of the theory. The Romans and Euros had only the astronomical notion of the Egyptians. It is known that in warrior people and in the conquered one science makes little progress. I practiced the mosaic law observance with scrupulous accuracy, and my imagination's fantasy, fantasies were held in a sacred dogma. Although little by little strong tendencies to a higher spiritually, spiritualism made me desire those large demonstrations from the soul with the soul in the wide horizon of universal alliances. Absorbed by a great desire of discoveries that excited all my faculties and the painful expectation of the unknown that disturbed me sleep, disturbed my sleep and saddened my solitude of thoughts. I requested, I begged Joseph of Arimathea to explain to me the mysteries of Kabbalah also called the spirit's science. I have heard about this science as an obstacle to intelligence, and they had assured me that all who openly utilize it were made object of pity or contempt. But I also knew that many people of good social position showed contempt for the science of the spirits. Only by human respect for the general opinion. This opinion was based on religious scruples kept alight by the priests. 
Joseph received very badly my curiosity. Kabbalah, according to him, served solely to produce the disturbance, the restlessness, the seed of revolt in weak spirits. And how could I, so young, distinguish the good seed from the weed? If most men would let get deviate from the straight path for the fake appreciation of the science, and by distractor's advice given with levity and with bad purposes. I came back many times until that, overdue by my insistence, or maybe lightened by a sudden vision. Joseph consented me consented in the beginning me in a spirit science. The Kabbalah told me Joseph comes from Moses' time, and after Moses, who kept relations with the spirits, Holdo gave a theatrical, a theatrical aspect to these relations. The Kabbalah has always served men as eminent talents to put it to put in the core of humanity. The precious demonstrations collected in the affinity of their souls with errant souls in the God's heaven. Kabbalah comes from the time of Moses. For us who see nothing behind, behind Moses, but the Kabbalah must be as old as the world. It is an expression of God's personality that gives serenity to the space and approaches infinity. It constitutes such a great and honorable law to the spirits, which defines this as an aberration when their skills do not lead them to study it or they get all kinds of socks or and hose if they study it without understanding its usefulness and its goal. The men who speak to God without being aware of God's majesty do not obtain more than a dry fruit from the prayer. That imagination presents them as a tasty fruit. But the bitterness is quickly felt as this explains the dryness of the soul, the isolation of the spirit, the poverty of devotion. In the science of spiritual communications, the spirit that deviates from the fundamental principle of the science do not get anything true and useful. It can address the high personalities, but mediocre intelligence responds to you and walks as a blind, re retarding him every time more in the harshest way. The fundamental principle of Kabbalistic science lies entirely 
In the abnegation of the spirit and in the freedom of his thought in respect to all religions, notions, previously acquired in his state of human dependence. I promise Joseph prudence and respect in studying this religion, of which my soul and my spirit were in love with the fanaticism of the great aspirations. Joseph listened to me with the feeling of my predestination to God's honors, so he confessed later. So great was the vehemence of my words and such was the unction to my of my gratitude. Two days after this conversation, Joseph took me to a meeting composed by men who had almost all rich maturity. There were around thirty. They were around. There were around thirty, and they did not show surprise in our arrival. We all stood near the speaker. The Kabbalistic sections were opened with a speech. As the Isordium was made the enumeration of the reasons imposed by the vigilance due to admit in the assembly only neophytes who could be controlled from older members. Therefore, one member recently admitted had no right to introduce on novice. Normally, they need several years to reach the right to be a sponsor, but the sponsorship never imposed an opposition. Young people under 25 were not admitted, happening the same to the women. Although the exceptions, many times repeated, made illusory this regulate this position. Many men had still arrived after us. Soon there was silence and the doors were closed. The speaker exposed in detail the special characters of these meetings among a population that should fear for its ignorance and trick them to work for its freedom. Next, he highlighted the conversation's principles. As I said, and rendered tribute to my entrance to the fraternal sanctuary, addressing myself some loving recommendations words, all these but what referred to me was repeated in all sections and took little time. We had then a beautiful argument about the spiritual light and the means to turn it into an active messenger of the Supreme Being's wishes. Supreme Being, these words may double up all the fronts and when the liquid voice was not heard anymore a magnetic souther made us known an ineff ineffable worship 
Some questions gave place to wise and conscientious answers. Magnificent pages were studied. Apparent contradictions and passing doubts were explained and dissipated. Some deep demonstrations deposited the previous seeds in the young souls and the intensity of the fraternal love of all arts manifested with a touching invocation of the divine spirit. This section made my soul more willing of God's joys, and my spirit was in a deep self-communion to deserve these joys. We did not say a word until my home. See you tomorrow, Joseph told me, going away from me. In the next day, Joseph gave me the first rehearsals and showed himself satisfied with the results. My regress to Nazareth gave a truce to my spirit's worries. In the time from the 15 year old until my father's death, I stayed most of my time in Jerusalem, distinguished by his poverty and for having kept all his children in the right path of honor and simplicity, Joseph died surrounded by the general esteem and affection of his family. I was, as I said in the beginning of this report, 23 years old, and I will take back the thread of interrupted details by gaze on my first years. Joseph of Arimathea took me as his son. When away from my family, I asked him for shelter and protection. He helped me to get my mother's forgiveness. She not only gave me forgiveness, but also permission to follow my tendency and an independent life. As the light from above penetrated more strongly in my spirit, he found himself increasingly invaded by a serious aversion to the dominant social social institutions. He safely recognized human depravity, but also considered the unfortunate condition of man and drove my thoughts to the future I dreamed, mistaking him in his father's tenderness, theirs and mine. My presence in the doctor's assembly was favorable Favorable accepted, and since there I, since there I introduced myself to the public as a sacred speaker. Guaranteed by my old conspiracy companions, I could dedicate myself to study the governments and the events. In my house in Jerusalem, I thought about my future works and looked to acquire the prestige of the poor classes fortifying me against the rich, the powerful, and the arbitrary laws. Although 
that was not a political party work, neither a participation to the rebellion purposes of the people, even though I offered to God my life to save humankind. The rapture of my heart made me forget the difficulties and often with my face flooded with tears. The ends outstretched to the invisible object. I was surprised in a position that seemed critical to my reason. My friends humiliated me on these occasions with such statements and sarcasm that I withdrew myself from human views to ask God for forgiveness of my transport, accusing me of proud desires. The people of Judea represented the world to me, which was a cause of fun for the confidence of my delusions, and did not amaze them the reservation that I imposed myself before, before they jeers. Posterity has not considered the life that I had in Jerusalem. It always, it always ignored the stages of my life, and I only impressed with my preaching and my death. But this preaching of mine should be comprehended that were meditated as well as my dad as being predicted as crowning of my acts much before they had named me as the revolutionary and accusing me with unhad vehems as vain by the same ones that surrounded me. How could I have accepted my mission and my sacrifice if I had not penetrated in the intimate knowledge of things? I repeat it because God's light penetrated me, removing the difficulties that arose in the human world and did not allow me to see but the end that was to lead the earth by a path of prosperity and love. Raising my personality, but attributing to God this elevation, wishing popularity, but determined to use it exclusively in the good of others, measuring with a look full of light that gave him the study of the laws and of that time. The danger of that, of death, that had a challenge to challenge and thorny paths that would have to go. I had reached the deep conviction of the effectiveness of my means. Democratic by inclination more than by political reasoning, defender of the poor with the fixed idea of forwarding them to the transfigured image of the future and disdaining the temporal goods because they seemed me to destroy the spiritual faculties, 
put in practice even by the people of my intimacy, the strict observance of the precepts that I intended to establish as principle of a powerful and moral absolutes. And the undermining the foundations of the walls of flesh, swearing in front of God respect the spirit of the body's expenses, sacrificing the trends of the matter in view of the delicacies of the soul, remain master of myself and myself even in the middle of violence from freshly passion and raise me to the upper regions, pure from all sensual human love, escape the company of people happy in the laziness and approach me to the approach me to corruptions and misfortunes to turn them on regrets and hopes, erasing me all the sense of self-esteem and illuminate man with the love illuminate illuminate man with the love of God, gather morality preached by spirits, elected to fraternal moral preached by an obscure son of workers. Fraternize the practice and theory, leading a life of poverty and deprivation, die at last free of human bonds and crowned by divine love. With your strong hand, O oh my God, drive my actions and my will. Since your servant was no more than an instrument and purity honored the spirit of the Messiah before this spirit is found united with human nature in Jesus' personality. Personally. My siblings, the Messiah has lived as a man on earth and the new man had given his place to the convinced man on the celestial greatness. When the spirit felt honored by God's looks to be commanded as an arbinger, emissary and mediator, the Messiah have already lived on earth because the Messiahs are never sent as mediators in a world that they have not lived before. The greatness of the new light, the law I brought by divine inspiration, it is finished in all our sacrifices and in our mutual love that lifts us fraternally to a universal communion and for a peace of the Lord our Father. My sacrifice was of love in its most vehement expression. Love to man inspired by God and God's love that sustains the spirit in the human weaknesses. My siblings, Jesus, sadness in the garden of olives and Jesus, 
agony upon the cross were mixed of strength and weakness. But the Father's love learned over Jesus' sadness and erased, saying to the apostles, my time, my time has come. The sweat of blood and the great torture had decreased parental love, but the tenderness of the Father revived the dying heart, and Jesus spoke these words. Forgive them, my Father. They do not know what they do. Let it be your will. Make your will into your hands, I give my soul. I repeat to you, my siblings, the purity of spirit was in the nature of the Messiah before he found himself among you as Messiah. I repeat to you, too, that the eyes of God show, show the seed at a time so that it bears fruit in another time, and the Messiahs are no more than instruments of divine mercy. God's word is eternal, it says. All men will be wise and strong by the love of their Father. God's word is eternal, he says. Love each other and love all above all things. It says, the experienced spirit is ashamed in the matter to take part in childish discussions. Convinced of the greatness to come, honor these and win the obstacles that oppose to your freedom. All the peoples are siblings. All members of these huma humanities are siblings. And the earth does not finish but corpuses. The real spirit's home is found splendid, decorated by the divine's beauties and by clear and infinite horizons. My siblings, God is your father and he is mine. Although in the flourished city where the messiahs are and where they are received, the title of God's children is our by right. Always call me child of God and have me for the Messiah sent to earth to the happiness of his siblings and the glory of his father. Light yourself with the light I make shine in front of your eyes. Help each other. Forgive your enemies and pray with a new heart, free of all guilt, of all shame, by this baptism of God's words that I communicate to your spirit. The Messiah is sent again in your hate. Do not ignore him and work to participate in his glory. Listen to God's words and put it into practice. The divine mercy calls you. Discover the truth with courage and march to achieve freedom with hands together with science. 
repel the dangerous apathy of the soul to aspire the delicious harmonies of divine thought and drink to the book that I tell you the principles of the a new and pure life. Do good even to your enemies and go forward with a firm step on the path of virtue and true honor. Virtue combats the evil inclinations and the true honor sacrifices all the prerogatives of self for peace and happiness of the sibling soul. My brothers and sisters, I bless you finishing this second chapter. Life of Jesus dictated by the Lord himself. Chapter 3 Jesus apostolate in Damascus, where he was, where he was respected and admired as prophet. From Damascus went to Tyre, spread the good and these cities and the other places he has been to with his teachings and particular advices. Jesus also talks about John the Baptist. My siblings, my stay in Jerusalem during six consecutive Years shows the preparations of my mission. I left Jerusalem when I was 29 years old to become known in the surrounding villages. My first attempts in Nazareth were not crowned with success. From the, there I went to Damascus where I was well received. It seemed to me necessary a great distance from Jerusalem to divert from me the attention of priests and agitators of that city. The priests had begun star staring for too long. The agitators knew me from long ago and I had to avoid persecution in those times and abandon my involvement in the popular turmoil. In Damascus, I did not have any troubles with authorities, neither with the elements of discord that frequently got infiltrated in the masses, and even less by the indifference of my listeners. Congratulated and feared as a prophet, I took from there the memory of some good spread in part with my general instructions and in part with the advice of personal application to the situations of my consultants. I abandoned the city in the middle of summer and I headed to another center of population. I studied first of all the religion and the customs of the inhabitants and I could convince me that the pagan region professed by the state made through the votes. 
The men dedicated in trade were nothing scrupulous in religious matters. Women ignorant and dominated by crazy addition to the body consumed their existence in a sad and degrading slavery of luxury and moral degradation. The priests taught the dogma of the plurality of gods. Several wise men preached sophistry, inculcating the experience of a higher divinity that had other inferior divinities under its dependence. Some Pythagorean disciples humiliated human nature in the future condemning it in to enter the body of any animal. Some honored the earth as the only world and others understand the majesty of the universe populated worlds. There were those who wandered in the field of assumptions and that caught moral based on the immortality of the soul, which the divine origin held. There were men fatally, fatally condemned to the brut brutalization of humanity, making predictions and announcing oracles. There was at least men who worshipped the sun as the king of nature and the be been factor of all that exists. Wanting to give the denial to most of these beliefs, I had to limit myself at first to the teaching of the adoption of only one God and the fulfillment of fraternal duties. But thanks to the guards that I could surround myself among those interests, in shaking off the yoke oppression form of the priests and soon found myself in magnificent conditions to teach the doctrine of the future life. I convinced of the high protection of God. My words gave strength to my conviction. Far from my homeland and poor, I was sought, and the men of good will, and the women, children, and the elderly disputed the honor of serving me and talked to me. One day that the heat had been suffocating, I was sitting after the sunset in front of a house. I had stayed during the night. Dense clouds ran to the west. The hurricane got closer, and the belated people passed accelerate the step to reach their homes. As always, I was surrounded of children and women, and the men a bit distance. Waited that the rain, that already felt some drops, forced me to get in the house. Nature in fight with the elements presented in front of my spirit for the following observation. In everything manifests God's goodness, and man will take to understand 
the duties that are imposed by the title of Lords of, La of Earth, with which they adorn themselves, taking advantage of the lessons that the Lord of the Universe gives them. Acknowledge, my siblings, of the storm that rises in your hearts when the passions invade, comparing it with the efforts of the storm that is here getting prepared. The same phenomenon gets in evidence. God's Severian hand is the dispenser of the gifts of the notice, as well as the witness of guilt. The storm very quickly will initiate. Where are the birds of the sky and the insects of earth? In shelter from the storm about which the divine providence prevented. A of the reckless and the proud that ne neglected the warning to sleep in indolence and defy the laws of destruction. They will be thrown far away by the blow of the hurricane. The storm that arises in your hearts, my siblings, announces itself with the need for illicit or degrading pleasures for your spirits. Where are the weak men or the proud men after the outpouring of their passions? In a damp place where the sadness of the spirit is explanation of their madness. The serenity of the sky, my siblings, is the image of your souls. When they are free of the black worries of life, the arrogant followed by the placid harmony of the elements is of the man winner of his passions. My siblings, the hurricane all trembles, trembles, threatening, although blessed is the divine providence. The voice of a young girl answered my voice. Be blessed, you Jesus, O prophet, that shows the goodness of God and pours out the sweetness and hope in our hearts. The familiarity of my conversations allow these forms of admiration. At the same time, frequently favored the questions that made me with a personal reason. An instant later, the hurricane uncashed with, unlashed with the, with its entire wrath. I got clear memories of the, my emotions from the time I lived in the midst of these people, so different from the people who I visit later. And there is no example of the dangers that only skillfully I avoided there. In all parts of Messiah, the Son of God was announced with severe words, addressing the rich and powerful. In all parts, uh, the Son of God was insulted and despised by those he accused. However, there the concerns, the, <coughs> excuse me, there's the concerns and patience of Jesus 
have earned him the boundless love of the people and the support of the masters. All the perspicacity of Jesus was put in use in the famous city and of worthy enjoyments in the center of the pleasures and the most unbrilled luxury. In a part of the world, more practice in transactions, in trades, and other meticulous business details. Jesus never spent so much skill and became estimated by so many people as there. The apostle was never heard with such great attention as by the, these pagan spirits, frigorous and submerged in the habits of a cheerful and mild existence. The sad purpose of Jesus, humanly speaking, is from when merrily the day he left the distant peoples to address only the Hebrew people, always obstinate in denying him. There are few men who have the courage to accept opinions that clash with those of the majority. Most Hebrews believe that the authority of dogma rested on the authority of God and preached God's majesty regardless the links that had bequeathed the ignorance of barbarian people was to profoundly establish worship, making him experience human changes disapproved by God, the author of the same worship. After the purification of my early life and the path taken in spiritual honors, I come down with the joy to narrate you this life when my memories are already cleared of human ingratitude and I precipitate, precipitate in a broader way of the evils of all beings and I rest in the affection of some of them. Move away them, my siblings. What separates me of the days that I spend among these people? Rejoice my soul with the memory of the crowd that surrounded me with such respectful tenderness and do not anticipate the painful events that began to succeed with my departure of this city. From now on, you will find me in this story as an apostle preaching the kingdom of God minister who gathers his flock, teacher that catechizes his students. In this town, on the other hand, I was the friend, the brother, the blessed prophet and comforter. The rich as the poor, the lazy as the workers came to me and filled me with love. Let us take a moment here, my siblings, and listen the painful story of a young death. <clears throat> I did not resuscitate her. 
although I made flourish in the soul of the ones who cried, the faith in resurrection and the hope on meeting again. I consoled the father and the mother, making them understand the madness of those who cry for human life before the magnificence of the spiritual life. Instill in all that were present the thought of the meaning of prediction by God with the spirits he called for himself in the infancy or adolescence from this painful season of our destiny. My friends were eager on listening about the demonstrations of human nature and death. Mainly this one that left their souls with such painful impression that destroyed it, surrounding her of a hollow of light. It was same as if setting a flame in the middle of most dense darkness and give movement to a corpse. For the ardent imaginations of the fickle characters, it is not convenient to draw attention, attention about a point. But when the point takes major proportions due to, actual, to actually of events. I close my examples in the present facts and never my speeches were prepared in advance for these men easy to be moved, however difficult to be dominated by the attraction of a science private in the excitement of the, sense, of the senses. In the approach of the dead of this girl, the father came to get me between the crowd and dragged me to his house. Yet the cold of death invaded the extremities and nature had abandoned all the fight. The exhausted face revealed a deep evil and the eyes did not see. Life was fleeing little by little. The silence in the burial chamber was only interrupted by the groans. Among these murmurs of extreme sadness, the little girl's last gasps were mingling. I approached myself to the dead and passing my hand on her forehead, I called her three times with a voice from a, an expired messenger. In this evocation, I had no idea of calling her to life. The ones present were not victims of the guilt dissimulation, since my actions could mean nothing else to their eyes but efforts to convince them of the spiritual life. I turned them to the Father with the joy of the divine messenger. Your daughter did not die, I said. She awaits you in the homeland of spirits and the peaceful hope of her soul radiates in the aspect of this warmed face still by contact of the soul. 
She experienced at this time the effect of the inexorable laws of nature, but the divine power revived her and lifts the veil that hides the horizon. Oh, my father, console yourself. The joy floods me. The light dazzles me. The sweet peace involves me, and God smiles at me. My father, the meadows adorn themselves with flowers. The sun's splendor tillies and wither them, but the dew revives and the night returns them the freshness. My father, your daughter withered by the sons of the earth, but the dew of the Lord turn her, and the night of death returns her bright and strong. My father, the same joy is granted to you if you repeat the practice and practice the teachings of my mother. You are the poor holder of the bad days. In return, I am the privileged of the Lord. Since he did not deserve to suffer any longer and that providence distributes to each the trials and joys according to their merits. The unfortunate mother was kneeling in the darkest part of the room. Family members were around her, and as I approached, they moved away. Woman, get up, I said it with authority. Your daughter is full of life and calls you. Do not believe these priests who tell you about separation and slavery, nights and shadows. The light is always found, whether arrives the pure youth and crowded by filiation's tenderness. Freedom is found in death. Your daughter is free, great, happy. She will follow you closely in life to give you faith and hope. She will say to your heart the most appropriate words to give you warmth. We'll make known to your soul the reunion and the sweet embrace of souls. She will make you know the true God and you will walk guided by the light of immortality. Men who are listening to me, all of you who desire death in the midst of a diversity and that forget, forget it amid the pleasures and land favors, come close to this corpse. The spirit that animated her will bow your head on yours and the comfort, strength and hope will descend upon you. Father and mother, publicly declare the happiness of your daughter raising prayers to the God of Jesus. God, my dear father, send to this father and his mother the proof of your power and your love. All eyes had been fixed on the dead and the poor mother had learned leaned and 
as if to receive a response from these lips already closed forever. The last sunlight that declined was reflected on the dead bed, and the discolored flesh took an appearance of life under the momentary ray. The blonde curly hair formed a frame around the girl's face, and the warmth of the atmosphere made it seem bright and stirred this curly and wet hair in front of the dead. The painful emotion of those present had been converted into ecstasy. They asked the real life, the apparent dead, and the greatness of the spectacle inflamed the imaginations already quite exalted. My words have become conductors of electricity, and these people, and the people who filled the room fell to their knees crying, Miracle! They had seen the dead open her eyes and smile to the mother. They had seen the hair stir with the head movement and the reason scumbing in its struggle with the patient of a wonderful that moment magnified my personality with intense expressions of admiration. The miracle of the momentary resurrection of the young was established with the spontaneity of enthusiasm and the prophet carried in triumph, believed to obey God, not denying the origin of his next successes. I could, uh, from this day on, speak with such authority that the priests resented after all, and I had to decide to leave. Let us think, my siblings, of my preparation to my first interview with John, called the Lonely, by the contemporaries and the man of posterity converted him into a baptizer. The looks of John were really of a baptizer, since he had also baptized me in Jordan waters, according to historians. I have to clarify some facts that have remained obscure by mistake from the first corruptors of the truth. John was son of Anna, daughter of Zacharias and Fasega, man of the city of Jaffa. He was the great spirit, the lonely peers, that was distinguished by the general affection, and the men were right in making him into a saint, because this word sums up all the perfection to them. He preached the baptism of penance and the ablution of souls in spiritual waters. He had reached the pinnacle of divine science and suffered by the inferiority of the men around him. There was nothing fanatical and the severity of himself put him safe from 
criticism that could be done by the austerity of his speeches. The hardened faith that devoted him communicated to all his images and appearance of reality and remained isolated from the pleasures of the century, whose shame he analyzed with patience. The overabundance of the expression, the skillful choice of comparisons, and the force of his arguments put John in the first plan among the speakers of that time. But the direct the wretched humanity around him led him to exceeds excesses of language, to terrible curses and fanaticized incredibly that strong man who understood the perfection of sacrifice. Men of today, you who are designed, uh, desired of the hunters from the masses, John was desired from the divine hunters. You aspire effervescent demonstrations. O fortunate man, and charged by God to honor the qualities of the spirit and the virtue of the heart. He only inspired spiritual statements and divine love. You give little value to the morality of acts when the external magnificence speaks through you before men. He despised human opinion and did not want anything but divine approval. John lived part of the year in the raugest places, and the few disciples who accompanied him provided his needs. Fruits, roots, and milk were the food of these men, and rough woolen clothes depended them from humility and sunlight. Humidity and sunlight. John was dedicated in solitude to praise work, and those who followed him were honored with his admirable talks. He meditated on the generous kindness of the laws of nature and deplored the human blindness. He carried himself from the passionate devotion exercises to the description of temporal joys for healthy men of spirit and heart. And the contest of domestic happiness was described by these austere lips with sweet words and delicate images. The pious monk coordinated human feelings and enjoyed with the evocations of his thought when he was away from the crowds. The melodious artist poeticized human feelings and the love of God lent him the inspiration. But at the center of human passions, the fiery athlete 
the apostle devoted to the cause and the religious principles showed himself angry and unfold the splendor of his genius to shoot down the addiction and flagellate the impostor. In the desert, John rested with God and there, there the man could be seen with his intimate aspirations. In the city, he fought with the, the man and had no time to talk with the spirits of peace and gentleness. The main virtue of John was the energy, willpower led him to content of the greatness and the oblivion of quantities of material pleasures, guided him in the study of the creature rights and in the meditation of God's attributes, made him consider the abuse of pleasures as madness and the wise domination over passions like a simple thing. The courage was found in him, and the justice was the attribute of his soul. The high hopes of celestial joys attracted him to ideal contemplations, and the aspiration to the infinity filled him with desires. He did not comprehend and could not comprehend the weakness and the mundane attractions. He made from God's greatness the delight of his spirit and earth seemed a place of exile in which he had the souls in his care. Another will come after me, he said, and will launch the anahema and the disapproval upon your heads. O Jews herded in sign, O fierce and unclean pagans, attach children of leprosy before birth, and you, great from earth, tremble. The rightnesses of God is near. John attacked the fraud and the depravity with frenzy, and the march of events showed that he did not respect the crowned heads more than the men of inferior status. The spark of his powerful voice would get the indignity in the palace and reveal the offense surrounded stately. The, the shores of ignorance, poverty, orgies found him with an exasperated compassion, with manifested, with manifested in itself with plenty of words and with the hardest of expression. John asked, John asked the fire bar, baptism of penance and wanted the stigma of atonement. Preach, of course, the consolation of faith, but it was rent, relentless with the signer who died without having humiliated his last days in the ashes of their signs. He stayed part of the year in the city and the other in the des desert. 
I have already made known the difference of humor which manifested in him by the effect of these changes. I can only describe the ablutions and general immersions in the Jordan. The Jews choose for these partial ablutions and for total immersion a river or a canal and the laws of the EGN that associate, they associated with the religion laws. The Jordan in the hot season saw many running for its margins immemorable crowds. And John came down from the desert to make the people listen his serious and anointed speeches. His word had then that sweetness of character he acquired always in solitude and his reputation increased the interest of the surrounding villages for practicing the immersions at the Jordan. John recommended the duty of penance and the change of behavior after the observance of the Asian custom and established that penance should be a renewal of baptism. With frequently with frequency is speech he preached from your body wash deducted your spiritual cleansing and make your soul submerged in water from the sacred spring the body is infinity less precious than the spirit and nevertheless you neglect nothing to treat it and beauty it while some abandoned the spirit in the filthy of evil spots of perdition and death. The purity of heart, the whiteness of your soul makes most of it and covers the ears to the vain honors of the world. Raise your spirit through the purification while you preserve your body, sound and boost with hygienic care. John will speak himself in the fourth chapter of this book and he will describe our first meeting that took place in Betabara. <laughs>